because we're just so externally pressured and you know at some point you have to get back to who you are what drives you what you know like answer those questions how many of us can answer those questions yeah what drives you you know like like vegan avoid the beefing hatred devoid of reason tune on the mount i run my routes and just ignore the defense heathen but morals decent peasant with royal features never stray from the script i stick as if my soul adhesive intelligence does heaven sense but i can show you demons my views increasing they watching hopes to explore the weakness i keep my mind on my kingdom although i know they reaching if i decided it's time to eat you get torn to pieces i got my reason for not believing in your allegiance Then more swap for a dollar chop them to quarter pieces Head on a swivel I never claim to know everything Cause life is always testing So I'm betting it has more to teach us Alright, it's back live We back live We are back live Back again <laughs> Back again This is, this is The Humble Loser Podcast I am one of your hosts B.B. Hendrix Jay Thurston What's good, my boy? Uh man Just been uh, surviving Or, you know Let me not say surviving I, I hate that that I that idea that life is just about survival. Yeah. It's like been growing, been moving forward, actually been, yep. you know, having a lot of positive things happen. So more than surviving, for yeah. sure. I think the first question we should hop into, one, how, um, you know, just recapping your 2022, since this is the first time we have been back in a while, and just um, talking about um, some things that you're looking forward to for 2023. Um. 2022 was, there was a lot of loss in 2022. Mm-hmm. I'm not alone in this, but I suffered, you know, several losses. I've lost relationships. I've lost mm-hmm. friend uh, or, or family members. I've lost, you know, like, yeah. like loss was just kind of like, uh, I don't want to say it was a theme of the year, but it was like something yeah. about the year was kind of like, okay, I'm a, I'm a break you down and, and humble you. you oh know? yeah. Have to analyze some things. You have to be honest with yourself about some things. You have to, you know, do the real the real work to actually grow, not just look like you're growing, not just look like you're prospering. Yeah, you're gonna need to actually earn this shit, and uh, uh, that's what I felt like 2022 kind of you know did for you know a lot of us. And jumping into the new the new year, it just feels like you know so much of it's paid off. Like perspective is so so much different, you know. Like you almost feel, you almost feel lighter, you know. Just kind of having gone through a lot of the things, yeah. Um, definitely. So, so yeah. No, that's that's been my my year in a nutshell. I, I will spare you the ugly details, but <laughs> no, this is a space. This is space for it. I mean, and I think one of the things that we should probably talk about is like, what, what do we want for 2023? What, what, what things are we're trying to improve spiritually, mentally, and, you know, maybe financially or, you know, or career wise, or what, what are you trying, trying to do going forward into the new year? Uh, my, my whole, my whole mentality is to have what's for me. Yeah. Um, and that's such a simple thing, but it's such a, a broad, you know, thing because yeah. like one of the biggest drivers of like the anxiety and all the, you know, like it's like the the ideas of what we're supposed to have and the, mm. you know, that's where all this pressure comes from. That's where we make a lot of like decisions that don't match up or align with our own moral system or our own, you know, like our yeah. own system of values because we're just so externally pressured and you know, at some point you have to get back to who you are, what 
drives you what you know like answer those questions how many of us can answer those questions yeah what drives you you know like what motivates you what is your purpose big one so so for me my biggest thing uh in 2023 is just moving completely in my purpose and and that encapsulates everything yeah you know dope 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 uh, me personally, um, I think we talked we talked about this earlier off camera. 2022 was like the season finale <laughs> to a fucking amazing show. I mean, like you said, there was loss. There was um, there was plot twists. Mm-hmm. There were so many things that he's still alive. Yeah, there were so many things <laughs> learned. There were so many things learned. And um, to me personally, I think one of the, the biggest things that happened for me was, you know, I, I lost my grandmother. Uh, I fractured my pinky uh, playing basketball, which was hella random. But whenever you're a, a positive person, you kind of see the you start seeing the the lessons and things. Yes, you're like, yes. oh yeah, me. If anybody knows me personally, knows that I am the guy that just goes, 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 goes. Like yeah. I don't feel comfortable if I'm not working, mm-hmm. honestly. And it's it's weird. Like I look for work. Yeah, I will look for work, and um, it was just. Kind of breath, breath of fresh air to kind of just have to sit down when force, life makes you yeah, ass makes sit, sit down. down. Yeah, yeah, like I had to force my, I had to force myself to find different ways to um, stay busy. And then there was times where I was like, "Fuck it, I just, you just got to sit down. Mm-hmm. You, I have to sit down. Like, there's nothing you can do." And the, and and seeing those things were like experience those things and seeing the beauty in learning. Out of those things is, is kind of what propelled me into 2023. Um, I erased my personal social media. Woo. I was like, goodbye, Instagram. Yeah. Goodbye, Facebook. I mean, and it was like more so it was freeing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it really was freeing. It's just being that I think it was something that we learned from Cineo. And if you guys don't know or you're new to this broadcast, we had a guest up here. His name is Cineo. He wears a mask. Yeah. And at first, some people were like, I think somebody asked me and was like, oh, have you ever seen his face? And I, and I had to think back, and I was like, no, I've never had. Never, never had. Never right? had. And it, it brought me back to something he said. He said the mask is for sale. Yeah. Not. Not, yeah. Not me. Now he was down here dropping. Dropping gems. gems. Yeah, yeah. Cineo, Cineo was shout out Cineo. Shout out Cineo. And he continues <laughs> to drop gems. Continues. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. yeah. like our wise man. Yeah, right. And he's probably younger than us. Yeah, right. Yeah. The right. part is like Yoda. <laughs> Right, it's like Yoda. It's like a a man who's been here many of times. Exactly. But um, one of the things that he said that kind of stuck stuck with me was like the masses is for sale, not me. Yeah. And um, I don't even know if this word's right, but the anonymity. If I said it right, please thank you. If I didn't, you know, (laughs) forgive me. Uh, The anonymity of him just being having his personal life private, completely separate. Yeah, completely separate. It just. I brought it back to this. I said, the humble loser is what I'm selling. Yeah. The humble loser is what we're selling. I mean, Jared, he's an artist, so he's selling himself. I'm not an artist. I'm, I'm a dad. I'm a guy that works. Um, I'm a creative. You know, I love coming up with creative things and, and, and thinking of new things, but I don't have to sell my personal life. Yeah. yeah. And um, I kind of was like, you know what? And it brought me back to that, that anxiety thing that you were talking about, that people, we are... 
we're we're a, a, a human human beings as a race are are a race of people who like to compare themselves. Oh yeah, no matter what. Oh, yeah. Like as much as we like try and say, oh yeah, I don't compare myself to anybody, or I don't um, I don't look at some pe- some people and get FOMO or whatever. And to me, going into 2023, I had this mindset where it's like, bro, you're going to have to really lock down. You can't just say you're locking down and your focus is singular and all that. You really have to. Yep. So that means removing all distractions. Yeah. It's remi- and, and whenever I'm putting my, some posters, some things out on Instagram, it's taken from me doing it here. Yeah. Oh, I'm yes. already giving my takes on Instagram. I'm giving how I feel on Facebook for free, yeah. which I shouldn't do. And it's taken away from this. So it's like, bro, you really got to lock in. Lock it in. And like. say that. And if you're saying that you're locking in and you want this type of lifestyle, you want to be this, you want to be able to um, have enough wealth and money to provide for your family and provide for for your extended family and all these things that you, the goals that you say you want to do, then you really got to lock in. Yeah. And you gotta you gotta become more disciplined, and uh, that's just what I took Ooh, away with 2023. So I think that um, for twenty twenty three is just being you know more dis- disciplined in, in my mindset. Damn this damn, <laughs> more disciplined in my mindset. Um, spiritually, just being more spiritually grounded and and listening to myself and not. God damn, listening to myself and not listening to uh, the messages that are being presented in front of me. Yeah. It, whether it's via social media, whether it's being television, whether it's being some people that may not have the best uh, the best intentions for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, adjusting. And then just intake. financially, just financially, just now moving at my own pace and moving at my own drum and mm. being like, I don't need to have the same things that these people are, I don't need to have the same vision of success that maybe this person is presenting or go. that person is presenting that my own definition, definition of success is my own definition there of su- success and happiness. And sometimes you're just not going to find that out there on the internet. Oh, you can, you can get, you can go out there yeah. and attain all those things that you see and not be happy. And still not be happy. Right. So exactly. Gotta be, you gotta find it in yourself. That's yeah. a huge, that's a big gym. So I think, um, just jump into the to the next question. We talk about music sometimes, people. Yeah, we talk about. I mean, occasionally, this is, occasionally, we, yeah. We, we get we get deep into the philosophy of life. Yeah, and then exactly. We'll talk about some ratchet shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now to the ratchet shit. <laughs> Speaking of now to the ratchet shit. As um, just looking back on on twenty twenty two, and all the things that have transpired within music. You know, the death of. Such artists, such big name artists, such as like Take Off, mm-hmm. to um, all these Rico cases. Do you think that rap has benefited the black community, or has it not benefited the black community? Like, has the po- have the positives outweighed the negatives at this point? Mm-hmm. Nope, it is not a benefit. It is actually at, at from a distance. It's its biggest. Uh, its biggest market is a negative influence mm. on the black community and a negative uh, image of what the black experience is, a, a negative image of what it means to be black because all these things <laughs> yeah. getting dark and deep right now. Yeah. Um, all these things get conflated. You know, you yeah. see primarily black artists doing, you know, everything is always about this expected street life and it's, this, you know, all these mob ties and all this. And it's like it starts to 
uh, leak over into real life because we are what we eat. We are what we consume. You know, some of these people aren't really even in these lives that they're uh, that they're advertising, but it doesn't matter if they are or they aren't. If they, they're on these massive platforms and it's kind of becoming something that's glamorized, now you have all these, you know, all this, uh, this um, glorification mm-hmm. of crime and just, like, toxic behavior. And you start, you, you're seeing it, uh, like, how, how it's transpiring in society with yeah. us. It's like, it's like we're looking at this and we ourselves, it's one thing for people outside of the culture to, to see this and believe that these things are the way that things are and the way that things should be. It's the crazy thing is that we look at it and we believe it. Now this mm. is what being, uh, being black means. This is what being real means. This is what being, you know, like yeah, we've conflated all of those things with the most negative possible images. And we've put these, Goddamn, you know, gangster movie parodies on these pedestals, um, and like all of the all of the the street codes and all of those things, we've conflated that with black existence. Yeah, so it's just expected that as a black man, you're you're one of those dudes like, oh, uh, snitching or uh, or like you have this strong fucking opinion towards snitching or you have you know like like as a black man i don't give a fuck about that like i we you said it a long time ago uh it's a piece of the the fucking game that you guys are even talking about anyway it's it's a a guaranteed piece exactly of your whole crime syndicate mafia bullshit is snitching like what are you why are you surprised it comes with the territory this is the honor thing that you you don't care about people selling drugs and ruining communities you don't care about people taking people's lives you applaud that shit you get mad when someone tells to save their skin i don't understand what grade of human being you think that you're actually all these rico cases yeah it's like the young thug one now I see that they got um I don't know what's his name, Sauce Walker, his his entourage on like a Rico charge or some shit. And it's just like if you think at at any point in life you got fifteen, twenty, thirty homies, thirty cohorts that are going to not Snitch on you to save their own skin. Exactly. You're mistaken. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, I, I mean, the way I look at it from a, the perspective that I'm looking at it from, like, I feel like for every, um, for every success story you have, I'm going to use Jay-Z as an example. Yeah. You have 20, um, you have 20 young thugs. Exactly. So to me, I kind of look at it from the number scale. I feel like it's doing more damage. Yeah. It's like if we can have these billionaires and millionaires um, that have gotten rich from hip hop that are black actually reinvest into the black community and do this thing that they're thing that they're saying that they're doing, not yeah. just the pull up to the hood, hand out turkeys. Yeah. Then yes, hip hop would absolutely rap and hip hop, more so rap. I'm just not gonna even put this on hip hop. On hip hop, it's because because yeah, hip hop is more the culture. Yeah, and, and rap is the mostly thing. rap would um, 
actually be a successful thing for the black community yeah. that, that okay rap has com- created all these millionaires and successful black individuals but um when you look at it from the number standpoint and how many people who are either going either uh, that are either dying or going to jail i think that it the, it's been had a huge negative impact yeah and the message like you said even in the messaging the message, the messaging is negative. Yeah, it's completely negative. Whenever you're looking at the people they're talking about, what they're putting out there, with the negativity that they're putting out there, it's not, it's not changing. Where it's like, okay, we at least have a code or creed or something. Where it's like, hey, you know, we're all successful black men. We can't, we can't be beefing. We can't be yeah. going at each other. Oh no! Instead, you're instead you're taking your money. And your status, and you're going to try to run the hood. You're yeah. going to you're you're still engage, engaging in gang activities yeah. or whatever. You're not using that money to invest and build up the hood that you came from. No. You're, uh, you know, it's it seems like okay, these people are very single minded, and that's what rap has become today. It's like okay, I think we were talking about this earlier about little baby and how little baby like bought his son like twenty thousand dollars worth uh, of jewelry, jewelry or some yeah. stuff like that, and it's like. Why are we the face of materialism? Yeah, and it's like at some point it has to change. Where it's like at least that we're like the face of investing, the face Thank of uh, you. The, being our own saviors at some point. And I feel like at one point rap could have been that vehicle where we were, where we were the the people doing so. But now it's kind of like. It's not you're we're, we're they're we're basically puppets. Yeah. You're you're basically puppets. you're basically people being used to yeah. to um to control the masses. Exactly. Control the people that look just like you. Like the messaging has been straight up diluted. It's like, hey, these jewelers are yeah, they're gonna use your fucking face to cause yeah. they want your people to think that this is what brings value. So yeah, they, and it works. Because they're really yes. out here buying. St- We're the only ones who have any kind of value on that dumb shit. Yeah. And then, like, same with, like, using these kinds of artists, like, for things like like the McDonald's deal. Oh, yeah. Use the, the, you know, the Travis Scott, the Megan Thee Stallion, the Sweetie yeah. combo. To, like, yeah, let's, let's use, let's garner this fucking uh, market of people, this whole demographic that really just spins blindly. Whatever we tell them. Brings value. Yeah. Buy it. it. The funny thing about all those things that you just mentioned, it's like if you weren't being marketed for that, would you even go there? You like, wouldn't even it, go there. Yeah, People would, go there. Would you go to McDonald's? It, you know, Meg Thee Stallion. I don't know if she even eats McDonald's or whatever, but I don't think. Pro- I don't think probably her, not. Yeah, her physique. I, yeah, probably not. Likely. That's like you get so rich, like it'll be less than likely that you're even eating McDonald's. Even eating but that. since. They're giving you a check. You would be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to take this. Come mm-hmm. here, get on a commercial, take a fake bite. Give me a little sauce, a little. <laughs> take uh, the fake bite. I, yeah. Mm, cut. Throw this, this shit, shit out of my right? mouth. What the hell was that? Like, <laughs> this shit out of my mouth is nasty ass shit. I'm vegan. <laughs> and that's right. No, and that's what they, that's really what it is. It's like they know that the, your people will literally like that haven't even had interest in these places. They're going to be like, oh, I want to go get the Travis Scott meal. Yeah. It's just a fucking meal. It's not like a special any, but it's just got that name on it. It's like that's what we allow our our logo, our brand to be used for. Yeah, all negative things, all negative, and being the biggest consumers like that to me is not a flex anymore. It's not twenty twenty three being the person who can oh so and so just bought a 
ten million dollar jet, blah blah. Like that's not the big biggest flex to me anymore. To me, I feel like the biggest flex is like, oh, so and so opened up a school. Oh, so and so opened up a grocery store. So and so, like, those or are the, the people f- that yeah. have it and don't feel the need to, yeah, do all the flashy shit to, like. Again, Warren Buffett, I think, drives his same car from like you know, like a bucket. Yes, yeah. as, as like he's stupid rich. Why do you even need all of these things to validate? It's all about validation. Facts, and that's what that's why the black dollar. And it's this this thing is this is tied. This is deep because you know the the black person in this country is. Told that they are the least valuable mm. from from birth, like from just your very existence, means that you are of less worth. So of course, the psychology subliminally, you're always trying to show that you have worth through your actions. You want to have a partner that just uh, that is a display of value, and mm. in this in this world, uh, a black woman is not the display of value in in. Yeah, and so that you see, that's why you see a lot of black men specifically. Yeah, you know, one of it have, and I'm not, you know, me, I would be a hypocrite if I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I know what you're saying. Yeah, but, um, but then you know, on the on the flip side, also to have the flashy things, the fancy car, the things that says, "Hey, I spent a lot of money on this," therefore, by proxy, I have value. Yeah, that's that's what we're that's what we're combating, and it's a trip. That even the people that reach the higher echelon of society, they're like the biggest marketing tools for that broken psychology. Yeah. It's just like, it's, that is not a flex. That whole idea that, oh, the black dollar is so powerful. We spend so much money. There's a problem with that. That Yeah, that's a huge problem. That is not a flex. That is not so that's, positive. It's not the problem. Uh, we spend $3 trillion a year or some crazy shit yeah, like that. And it's like. That's not a good thing. Why aren't, why, why, why isn't there even just a black block? Thank where a, you. A, 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 like. Like I would, whenever I last year I went to Toronto, and there was literally a block of like you know like shops and stuff where just yeah. clearly just owned by Asian people exactly. or clearly like you know why don't we even have just we a don't block have stuff like just that. a block just a just a a side a part of town where it's just black a block owned, like black. just all black owned from block to block of successful businesses. Mm-hmm. It's not flashy. You need the flashy shit, and you spend all them dollars. And it's like, think about the the other end of that. We spend the most money. We're at the bottom of the totem pole Facts. in terms of wealth. The, are the two things not directly correlated with one another? Like, we are the we are the biggest uh, promoters yeah. of biggest promoters of, of things that don't, we that don't fuck with that us. Don't fuck. No. The biggest promoter of things that don't, that don't fuck with us. Oh, Gucci this. Oh, Louis that. Oh, um, damn. We'll literally will promote that shit for free. Oh, you know what? What do you got? Hey, what do you got on, little baby? Oh, I just got this Gucci mink that I just paid right. twenty five hundred for. And they don't 12, fuck with you. It's like. Bro, you're not think you about are how, leading a whole group of people down the path of destruction. Yeah. Think about how broken your psychology is when yeah. you're what you have you have identified as your badge of value mm. is something that has 
openly expressed a lack of desire for, yeah. for you. Like they don't, they don't fuck with you. You have money, and every business is gonna ex- accept money. Yeah. But aside from that, you know, Gucci's not making clothes with you in mind. Yeah, not at all. They're, that's not what. Yeah. So it's like. How broken is a psychology? It's like it, you can't win for losing. You're, yeah, you're just not gonna fucking be worth anything in your own. Brain. You're not gonna, you know, like yeah. So you're battling a lot. So when I when I'm speaking of this kind of stuff, I'm speaking from a place of empathy. Yeah, it's just maybe it's the you know it's the tough love thing, but like you gotta you gotta wake up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's that thing, that mindset where it's like, okay, well, I'm winning, so fuck, fuck everybody else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like I'm winning. Man, it's a trip. You know, you um, like when you look at other nationalities when they start getting, uh, any kind of footing financially, they it's like they always bring their other, you know, yeah. like oh, we're twenty of us are gonna live in this house, and from this, yeah. we're all gonna all work, and everyone's eventually gonna have their own house. Or you see the thing where it's like um, a lot of nationalities of people, though they have wealth, they have their own business, they only do business with lawyers of their same, mm-hmm. you know, their same uh, demographic, or they only do, you know, like they get their taxes done yeah. in house. They get the. It's like we're the only ones that are, we're just like our very first instinct to officiate ourselves to to show that we have wealth is to align ourselves with other people yeah yep that's when we'll brag oh i got a jewish lawyer mm-hmm. or you feel me i got a, 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 a asian tax attorney or whatever yeah. Yeah, like a, yeah 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 that that's that's for surely black people yeah yeah battling a lot yep on the next, the next on the docket. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> next on the docket. But no, no. I think whenever you look at that whole span from that, from from outside looking in, basically looking at how hip hop and rap, how it's kind of just been shit taken over. Mm-hmm. That you kind of can see where the negatives are kind of taking over. It's like okay, we they'll throw us the. I feel like. Even the 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 happy stories or the good stories are thrown out there to basically get us off the scent of the the bad shit that's happening. Like, yeah. like oh, Jay Z just sold autumn whatever his champagne company for half a half a million half a billion dollars. Yeah, it's like okay, oh yeah, we winning, but we're not because TK just got locked up. Yeah. Um, uh, Young Thug is gonna be gone for the rest of his life. Yeah. Like these, you know, or, or might be. He could potentially, or, yeah, might potentially could yeah. be. You know, I don't. Fuck. You know, knock on on wood. I don't want to wish yeah, that on any man. Slimes after you. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to wish that on anybody. But like when you start counting up the losses, it's like fucking looking at Star Wars. Like, okay, y'all blew up the Death Star. Yeah, but there's a motherfucker. There, there's this we, empire. We have footholds in every yeah, other exactly. This every is other planet. Empire. Every other planet in. Sorry if that uh, analogy was too nerdy for you. Uh, I was about to, I was, I'm giving you props for yeah, it. That's it's like <laughs> looking at that. She was like, "Oh yeah, yay! We're celebrating. We're, we're the little fucking Ewoks on indoor Man, celebrating." But look, guess what? There's still a million other battles yeah, going on exactly. that you guys are losing. So it's like when you look at hip hop and and not so more so hip hop, but you look at rap in that sense, you're like, "God damn!" Like really, this shit is really. Ugly. It's a whole system that we're. 
that uh, we're you're you're battling against. Right. And your, your motherfuckers are just willing participants, and you don't even know it until you until you lose. Yep. Like I lo- noticed with Waka Flocka, with amazing interviews he's oh, been doing. Oh man, that like dude is... he's out of it, yeah. and then now he's speaking. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, don't do this. No, I'm like, but when you were fully in it, you were a willing participant. Yeah, but yeah. once you kind of cooled down they and we're in hot, step back. Yeah, we're in hot anymore, and you're like, damn, the, the system's like, we're done with you. Fuck you. We're yeah. done with you. You're not talking about shooting anybody. You're not hopping into the fucking label. Yeah. You're not playing by the label rules anymore. We don't really fuck with you. Now you're like, oh, yeah, get an LLC. Get an escort. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, how about do that when you're hot? Yeah. They, it's like. Yeah, it, yeah. Do that when you're hot. You know. They don't want you to know that, though. Yeah. It's like, okay, don't. Don't. And these dudes be victims. Yeah, exactly. Like you, a walk of flocker, he's a vic. He's, yeah, he, he got used. As a, he got used. Yeah, like he's, and he got he's, used. He's a survivor of that. And that's and but once you get used and you come out and be like, oh yeah, now do this. Yeah, now do that. Now play in, and now you care about your image. And now it's like, sir, I appreciate the game, but it's kind of too late. Yeah, it's 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 kind of too late. Yeah, yeah. Which brings me to, since we're t- speaking about walk of and this is an audible. He said something on one of his interviews, and I wanted to bring it here because this is kind of – I feel like it's kind of funny. And I think that it, it, when we speak about this – well, let me not get my opinion so soon. Waka Flocka says, you are not a rapper if you are not getting paid off your rhymes. How do you feel about that? React. No, that's not true. React. Like, rapping is not – It's not it's a po- – It's like saying you're not a poet unless you're, you're you know – getting paid from your poetry because that's what rap is it's like it's a it's an expression it's poetry so okay. to be like you're not a rapper unless the you know the monetization portion is happening that's the idea that thinking is why so much of the lower talented and just kind of trash um content artists are propagated to the forefront because they're able to make more money so then Mm. people are like oh they're a more valid rapper and it's like no no, no, don't conflate the two things yeah like being a rapper is a skill making money that's that's the business end of you know the utilization of that skill but the two things don't define each other being that you could be a great rapper and not be over here, you know, making a bunch of money or even mm. any. You could shit, whatever they want to tell you, no matter who you are, when you first start, you could be goddamn have bars like Jay Z or have bars as bad as Soldier Boy. You could lit, you're literally operating at a loss no matter who you are. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. That's how every business starts. You don't just jump in and you're making money anyway. So, like, and a lot of these artists, they, they had done, they're not turning a profit for years. So they're yeah. not rappers for years, even though they're <laughs> rapping. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, the problem I have with his questioning was basically like, you're feeding and becoming a part of the system because that's you're what I'm like saying. saying, you're basically saying, Oh, if you're not signed, you're not really a rapper. That's exactly. And I was like, ooh, you're kind of wrong, Mr. Flame. Yeah. Because, like you said, um, are painters not artists? And they might not, you know, they might not sell a painting until they die. Yeah. Are um, 
shit. Yeah, that well, that's my only analogy. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like yeah, I agree with you. He's wrong because at the end of the day, you say okay, well, there's levels to it. There might be levels to it. That that I agree with them. Like no, okay, there's sure. levels to it. Like okay, you can be this successful rapper who is maybe making a, a money about it, but you're still an artist. Exactly. Which kind of brings me to the next question. Like what makes an artist an artist? Because if we look at it, like you were saying, you can have bars as weak as soldier boy yeah. and still be considered artist. still can be considered successful because um, you've been able to turn a monetary gain. Yeah. Yeah. So what is an artist to you? And especially in these day and age, like, I just feel like because art is completely subjective. I think that as an artist, as long as you're making art with the idea of truly expressing yourself and, you know, trying to affect some kind of change, trying to do something. um, I don't want to say because you don't necessarily have to be doing something grandiose. You don't have to be doing something on a huge scale. It's just when you're truly affecting or or um or expressing yourself as an individual, not expressing an image, not expressing what is going to get you paid or what you think people will like. When you're putting that to pad, you know that pin to the pad, whether it be painting, whether it be you know, because there's a difference between you know being like I could be a logo. Yeah, a logo maker doesn't necessarily make me an artist. Facts, but I can get uh, I can get paid from it. But then you know, an artist can have a, a way more detailed interpretation of their imagery and not make nearly as much or anything from it because the art has nothing to do with its ability to be digested. It's it's an expression of the actual artist. So so long as you as an artist expressing your true self you're an artist that's art. okay but you know in every form of art there is the exploitive side the monetization side mm. where it's like it can just turn into like a fast food you know like oh i'm just cranking stuff out because i know how to trigger the algorithm or i know how to you know yeah. like that's not art you're not an artist necessarily you can be an artist doing those things um but you can't doing those things does not make you an artist, if that makes sense. Yeah, I actually I actually agree with you. Um, I feel like one thing when I was kind of looking at this thing and even my own journey with social media was like how many people like I feel like there's less and less artists out here. Mm-hmm. And because of social media, Instagram that have kind of like lowered the barrier entry to becoming um, a quote unquote artist or a, a rapper or anything nowadays mm-hmm. that there are less and less people who are making art and more and more people just um, trying to turn a dime. Yeah. yeah. And that's where I, I, I think my question, my next question is how many people how many rappers would there be if there was no Instagram, if there was no social media at all? Mm, very few because the image, because you wouldn't be able to put the image out there. And that's really what people care about more than any people work out for, to show an image. Yeah. People, and I'm not saying everyone, um, but, yeah, but yeah. I was just like, it's just a common thing. People 
People attain wealth just to show people Facts. that they're spending money or they go on vacations just to show people like, hey, this is what my life is. I'm on like that. So yeah. without that platform to pretty much, you know, show everyone and try to get that that gratification of that um I don't wanna say acceptance, but like uh the you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like people's cheers and people's yeah. Um, without that platform that pretty much just propagates all that, like it's it's specifically for that. Um, so many people, they don't, their heart's not in this. Their heart yeah. wouldn't be in half of the things that they show you. They 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 wouldn't be sitting there being introspective on videos. They wouldn't be. Um, they wouldn't be again into fitness. They wouldn't be into art they wouldn't be into you know half of the things that they it's just like it's just putting out an image so, yeah no for sure it would be it would cut that number drastically there'd be way less rappers yeah if i couldn't show you yeah because you because if i just thinking back to the days before social media for you to show that you're a rapper or artist you had to show up in person yeah and do you're, you had to show your craft in person. Yeah. So if it was rapping or being in hip hop, it was you performing in front of a, a crowd. It was shit before hip hop was popular. It was then performing in the park. Yeah. It was then performing in the park and ciphers and the, the masses saying, oh, you know, this is dope what they're doing. These guys are talented, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't, oh, let me post this on social media. And uh, maybe, you know, it'll get a million clicks or whatever. Yeah. It was you having to go out there and harness your talent, just like a, a, a visual artist. For them, it was, I, which is going to lead to my next question. Um, for a visual artist, it was them, you know, going into the studio by themselves yeah. and painting and finding the inspiration to come up with this idea to paint and and transferring that idea that was in their head to a canvas or whatever other medium that they're using to express their visual art yeah. that would then be shown to the world and it, it wouldn't get a million likes. Right. It wouldn't get a million likes. You know, that was never the motive for them. Exactly. The motive for them was just creating the art, which brings me to my next question. Are music artists selling music wrong? Because like a visual artist Hey, they're not looking to get streamed a million times. They're mm -hmm. like, hey, you know, the the I don't know how to use the words, but the value of my art is placed upon what how I feel it should be. Yeah. The value of my art is, hey, I came up with this piece, it's a million dollars, or yeah. it's worked its way to being a million dollars. Why is it a song is worth two cents or less yeah, than two cents streaming no matter the quality whenever your uh, your your art form is just the same as this art artist who has painted uh, a painting yeah you, you just have two different mean uh, mediums why is hip-hop cheap or synced is less than whenever there's obviously really really good music out there yeah why why is it being streamed and not sold like a piece that is in a in a in a gallery because they they took the they took the format um, for the transactional portion and they cheapened it yeah and so they put all these you know the value of everything is on equal tier yeah um, but 
let's be real, the access to the platforms and all of those things, it's not equal. Yeah. Um, there's labels run everything and, you know, like the basically those that are liquid, like the, the, the powers that be control all of these things. So they, they basically, and people saw it coming as these Spotify's and all this stuff started like popping up and getting a little bit more traction. So you start seeing like artists get like really, really panicky. Mm. And like back in the day, I didn't understand it as much, but it's like, no, I see it now. It's because they, yeah, they, they pretty much, they took away the value of the, there is, it's valueless damn near. Yeah. It's on the verge of having no value. And they said, basically, in order to attain value here, you're going to have to eat this way. You're going to have to trigger this social media algorithm. You're going to have to utilize social media. Like that, that never happened with yeah. physical art. Like there's no, you know, because it's a visual thing or, yeah. um, with visual art. I mean, um, it, there's no platform that you could, you know, and they were trying to do it with the NFT thing. Yeah. In a sense, like she, and that cheapens, yeah. that cheapens what the, you know, so it's like, but that didn't take as, as well. I mean, it's like a weird, I don't know yeah, where that's it at. Didn't, it didn't take. It didn't it. take like they thought it was going to, yeah. but that's what they're trying to do because really all they're trying to do is be able to, control the whole monetization from like one like one hub like oh like you know all all the money that's being made or whatever is coming through this this hub you have to utilize this in order to eat off of this you know this occupation and it they they were successful with with rap with that for the most part there are very few people that are or even just it's not even rap it's like all it all, All music. streaming yeah, music, yeah. music it's now. Like, yeah. It's now on streaming it platforms. It cheapened the hell out of it because now the music is being made either as a back burner thing to the content or with the idea of trying to trigger algorithms. Yeah. I make something. I want to make the Billie Eilish song. I want to make the, you know, like I, I'm not trying to make, and that's not no dig at that, but I'm just saying like there's a difference in, you know, like, the emphasis on the complexity of art or whatever, because that's not what a, 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 acoustic or um, sonic art. That's not what sound is about anymore. That's, yeah. You know, so they, they definitely, they, they killed that. Yeah. It's dead. It's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whenever I look at, when I, I think about our artists selling music wrong, I say yes. Cause I feel like, it's kind of like another system that we're that people are fighting against. Yeah. Well, it's the artists that are fighting against. It's like, hey, um, sometimes you have to know when you, you not to be a, a willing participant. And I know I feel like we use this man's name hella much, La Russell. Yeah. Um, the uh, this man La Russell when he came out with the Proud to Pay or something like that. Like I feel like that. That's a. Those are ways that artists are fighting back from yeah. the whole. Yeah. System of oh yeah I'm gonna throw it on streaming platforms or something like that like, like Nipsey did with yeah with the, the album that was where he charged a hundred dollars a hundred dollars for it and a thousand dollars for the other one yeah and which is which is smart because you as the artist you set the price you I, dictate the value I feel like that's the way it should be like you're the person who came out with you get to determine the monetary value of this project mm-hmm. that you came out with not the whole 
system that you're in. You get right. to dictate the, the monetary value. Just like an artist who painted a, a picture, they get to dictate the monetary value of this. But I feel like now that it's, quote, unquote, become a n numbers game, a lot of the art is dissolving from yeah. the music. For sure. And, For yeah, sure. that just it just kills it. Set the price. It's like Gucci. If yeah. if Gucci came out and they had their shit hella cheap, like it would only trigger people to want it for like two seconds, and then people would be like, "Oh, that shit, it, it ain't worth shit," because the price is low. He, people would treat it thusly. Once the once the price tag isn't its determining value anymore, then it would be like, "Oh yeah, is that's just that's mm. just Gucci." That's like you know like. We saw it with, uh, remember, um, <laughs> come on, what's the C? The the C brand. Coach? Is Not that? Coach. This is, I'm talking, Champion? Champion. Oh, yeah, Champion. That was shit that you would get roasted for. You yeah. had the Champion jersey or something, yeah. then, like, back in the day. That was like, yeah, that was like the 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 bootleg shit. Not bootleg, but it was like the yeah, lower end. Yeah. And then they like rebranded themselves and all they did was just make the price higher. Yeah. And people were like, oh, I'm rocking champion. Like Facts, kids. You just, uh, just determined the value. Exactly. By raising the price. Like, yeah, maybe mm. that's what we need to do. The price is up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yesterday's price. Hey, the hey. price is up. You see this backdrop? Hey, the price right, is up. The price is up. High, the hey, higher my, seats. <laughs> my, my next, my next single might be a little pricier. The now price putting is up. It, hmm, yeah, no, but yeah. I feel like one thing that I've learned from just like 2022 is like create value. Yeah, create sure. value. You create value. You you get to charge for that value. You know, like if I'm creating and curating value and bringing value wherever I go, then I'm going to, the price is going to be up. Yeah. Sorry. You know, I mean, yeah. not even sorry. Shit. Unapologetic. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. The price, <laughs> is, the price is absolutely up. Um, I think this is the big one. And I feel like uh, <laughs> we ran from it long enough. <laughs> I, 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 I broke my pinky on purpose to run from this topic. <laughs> like, no, I don't want to talk about <laughs> and, it. And, and I feel like it was one of those unavoidable things that we were going to eventually have to get to. And uh, the question is, um, should we believe black women more? And just to give more preface, uh, the Tory Lanez, a Meg the Stallion trial came to an end. Tory Lanez was found guilty. I don't know his exact charges, so I won't say put that out there. But basically, he was found guilty of these whatever. Allegations. Yeah, his allegations. He's found guilty of them. You guys do the googling. We're not. Yeah, the I don't people. know the, all the. But details. basically, the the thing that happened in what 2020? 2020. Yeah, it, was it happened 2020. in twenty twenty, and it finally came to a head. It finally came to a f finality, but um, more so. Not talking about the case specifically, the the uh, the commentary surrounding the case uh -huh. between black men and black women, with um, black women black women saying, "Hey, you know, you guys, black men, black men, sorry, not black women, black <laughs> men were not showing support and belief of Meg The Stallion and, yeah. and her allegations of Tory Lanez. There were I seen it. I'm not going to sit here in For front. Sure. I've seen black men saying, oh, she's lying. She's lying. Blah, blah, blah. For sure. Tori is innocent. Blah, blah, blah. Basically showing that there was a very, basically somewhat of a big outpouring of black men not showing belief and support of Meg the Stallion, which led to this big, huge cultural commentary about black women not being believed 
in that space whenever they are the victim. Yeah. And so without further ado, let's get to it. Should black men believe black women more? I'm tossing it to Jay Thurston because I'm way too pussy to take on this one <laughs> first. So, sir, you go ahead. All you. Um, absolutely. Okay. Yes. Uh, and the reason why, like, when we, when we choose to, because basically when you're when you're saying that Meg the Stallion, when you initially are just doubting the possibility of her being a victim before yeah. this, before the you know trial is over or whatever, you're just doubting the possibility of her being a victim. You're essentially you're just pro, uh, uh, pro, cultivating the idea mm-hmm. that, um, and this is something that's widespread for black people in yeah. in the history of this country, but primarily black women, the idea that they cannot be a victim. Um, so they cannot be the award. Uh, they cannot be awarded sympathy. Um, they, if it happened to them, it was their doing. They, they, you know, they caused it through their own action. They brought it onto themselves or it might've never even happened. Um, and if it happened to them, they're durable enough to, to, you know, in t- uh, to take it and move forward. They're one and they're making, you know, something bigger, uh, then, then it needs to be um, like when you're when you won't acknowledge the possibility of a black woman being a victim. Mm-hmm. You're you're walking along the same lines of you know early in this country um, through sl- slavery era and Jim Crow era. You know, it was, it was put out there that you know black women they cannot they can't be raped. Yeah, black women cannot be raped because they are, they are at, at birth inherently they're um, they're promiscuous. Yeah, they cannot be so. Therefore, rape cannot be a crime committed against them. That sounds extreme, right? But that happened in this. That is the yeah. thing. And what we know about things like that when it's put into the culture and put into society it doesn't just go away yeah. and there's no there's a reason why a black woman could suffer the same the same tragedy as a white woman but the world would definitely feel more for the white woman's tears than they would yeah that, for the that black is woman. a fact yeah that's a, this is fact that, that is a fact so as black men it is on us to, you know, and black women for black men as well. We're in this together. We're the only fucking demographic that, like, we separate ourselves like we're yeah. two separate things. We are in the same fucking group. Um, and it is important for black men to empower black women, but then also, like, believe them. Mm. Give them the benefit of the doubt. They say they're in pain. Like, don't just expect that they're they're capable of putting up with shit yeah. or enduring shit and don't expect that when they are saying that they're a victim that they're blowing things out of purport because you just can't in your head see them as a victim oh she must have did something to lead to that what was she doing like damn isn't that a trip you can't even be the victim of some shit you know so yeah i think that no i do think yeah i do think that you know and there's always there's no black and white there's always going to be people that abuse People, you know, there's always going to be people that cry wolf, no matter what color they are. There's always that's going to exist, but 
things of this magnitude and it's just like it's crazy how many people just immediately were like yeah she's a liar me i personally was like i don't know what to think on either end because it's so bizarre none of this makes any sense to me yeah what the hell was even happening i, I think the conversation is broader than just meg the stallion i For mean sure in this in this case I, I don't know the details. Honestly, I wasn't even paying attention to him. And yeah, I mean, I, this is not dismissive of Meg the Stallion or Tory Lanez because, I mean, I don't really pay attention to neither one. Yeah. But to me, I think the, convers- the cultural conversation that surrounded was the one that mostly affected me the most because um, I'm a black man. Yeah. You, you can't tell. <laughs> um, but I, I think to me, it just feels like one. Um, you're right. When it comes to um, when somebody says, "Hey, I'm a victim," it is it's it's very tasteless to jump out there and say, "Oh, no, you're not." Right? No, no, you're not, or you didn't do that. So, for me, I always err on the side of caution, and I I really say this. Um, I'm a person who believes in waiting till all the facts come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm the person who has two sisters. Um, I'm not going to sit there and be like, if my sister comes to me and says, hey, a man shot me to be like, oh, she's lying. Of yeah. course, I'm a believer. Yeah. But whenever it comes to situations where I don't have the full knowledge of or anything, I, it's sometimes there's this beautiful thing that everybody says. And uh, I think that we should use it going forward into 2023. And it's called shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up until you know exactly what's going on. Or at least you have evidence in in. Stay with the, you know, what happens in court. Like, hey, everything worked out in court, and the, and what happened, hap- what happened, happens. But what is sick is whenever somebody says they're going through something, and you be like, oh no, I don't fucking believe you. You're a fucking monster. Blah blah blah. But I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to give some pushback, my brother Jay. I believe in accountability. Oh yeah, and for sure. As a man. In Tory Lane's situation, we just watched a person crash out. We he he shot a woman. He was well. He's convicted of shooting a woman. So, in what ways could you have avoided this? One, you could have not been fucking both both of these women. Yeah, you could have not have been drinking excessively. Yeah, you could have not have gotten into the car. You could have you could have not have brought a gun to I that car. I was about to say you could have not have brought a gun to this car. Right. So there's all. You, I'm sorry. I it's not a victim shaming thing, but I feel like as humans, we ultimately are are the the ones that are responsible for our own demises. For sure. Whenever it comes to. I'm not talking about the random person who walks out and gets hit by a car. But you can't control that. Yeah, because you can't control that. I'm not talking about the person who just happened to go to the bank and then the bank gets robbed. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about, hey, I'm drinking excessively and I decide to get in the car with somebody whom I may not know or I may not know. In a perfect world, yes. In a perfect world, a black man is supposed to respect a black woman. Yeah. I would love to live in that world, but we don't. Yeah. In a perfect world, I can walk down the street with a million dollars on me. And nothing. And happens. nobody thinks to rob me. But that's but not, that's the, not world. the world yeah. we live in. And I, these are the things that I and I don't like this new age thing where it's like, oh, you're victim shaming, you're victim shaming. No. I, as a person who believes in ultimate accountability of himself, I believe that every situation that I've ever been in, bad or good, 
It was me. Yeah. It was absolutely yeah. me. There was very few. Un- absolutely me. Yeah. And whenever things go wrong, I don't even look at the other person. I don't be like, oh, so-and-so, that was their fault. No, I'd be like, you know what? I'm the person who put this person in that position to be even there be close to me. There and so, thank God that the situation, she's, she's safe. She's, she's healed up. I, I mean, prayers for all of the mental trauma that she's going to have to probably endure going forward. Mm. But let it be a lesson yeah. On, on God. Let it be a lesson that you, you you can't have certain people around you, know your friends, yeah. know the men that you deal with, if they're going to put you in harm's way. Know how Just move smart. Because yeah. nobody likes to say this, but as you, you, whenever you're younger, you're, you're inclined to make dumber decisions. Hell yeah. And in, though oh, hell yeah. you're inclined to make dumb decisions. <laughs> so it's sad that, this person was shot, and this person now is probably going to spend a good part, portion of their lives and has thrown away their success yeah. and is going to jail because of a dumbass decision yeah. at, at that night. Yeah. And that's how I leave it. But for, when I think about the concept of black men listening to black women, it has to be, there has to be trust. It repaired the trust and relationship between there black men and black women has to be repaired in some way, somehow. Because we're divided. We're absolutely divided. And that conversation, that this thing with Meg the Stallion and Tory Lanez basically, basically brought it all to a head. Uh-huh. Where you've seen it where it's like, oh, black men, you know, and there's a lot of projecting. And that's pre- why I'm kind of off the internet too because it's like a projector series. Yeah, Everybody brings their own personal um Brings up own personal feelings and experiences to one situation. Yeah, like, and that makes it the truth. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, black men don't stick up for black women. Like we were talking about earlier, everybody has a bubble where, well, that's not true. I have three brothers and shit, the motherfuckers ride for me. Yeah. You know, everybody's experience is different, but whenever the hurt comes out, it comes out. Mm -hmm. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, I had a situation where this happened to me. I had a situation where that happened to me. Like, one of the things that I, and then, uh, this was going to be the last question. One of the things that I don't want to see in 2023 is people bringing their personal experiences and things to situations. I don't want to even, I don't even want to have male and female conversations about, Oh, I was hurt in this situation. I was hurt in this situation. Like one of the worst things I hate to hear from dudes is like, all oh, these bitches cheat. All these bitches ain't no good. They're all trying to get your money. They're all, like, I'm so tired of hearing that shit. Like, right. bro, that's not fucking true. It's not true. It's not fucking true. Like, ca- calm down, sir. Like, that whole rhetoric of that, I'm tired of hearing that. And I'm tired of hearing the other thing on the, end, other, on the other end. So, to me, for 2023 going forward, like, as soon as I hear the an ounce of bitterness coming out of somebody's, whether it's male or female, I'm gone. You're, I'm gone. I'm like, oh, oh, I don't want to hear it. So like, I really stuck in that. Yeah, I, like, I don't want to hear it. Bro. And that like, shit is a, it's a, it is a rabbit hole. I've seen some very, very bright thinkers get yeah. drugged into that rabbit hole because yeah. of ex- exposing themselves to like when you expose yourself to something, and then it starts encapsulating yeah. your reality. It becomes your truth. Yeah, and then you really believe this shit, and that's why there's so many, there's so many um, like toxic as like yeah. man versus woman and all that, that kind of shit. Red pill. It's, yeah, like oh, that shit yo, has women are bad. People really are deep into that stuff, and it's because of the the what they're exposing themselves to. And so, yeah, I'm with you. I 
Like, I, I don't. I, I can't do it. I get hints of that kind of stuff, that kind of energy. Um, I, I, there has to be a separation. Like, no, I, that's yeah. because I know I'm, I am humble enough to know that I'm a human being, and if I, no matter what, how I feel about you, how much I care about you, if I expose myself to some negative shit long enough, it will affect me. It's it, like it, it hap- Things happen, but whenever you start using generalized statements like. All women are this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All men are. Th- I'm like, get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, no. I don't want to hear it because no that's not. The no, truth. it's not the truth, bro. It's not. It's not the truth, homegirl. Like, that's not. That's not true. No, it's not even a, a fraction of the truth. Right. It's like a, your experience. Your and, and your experience is so small. Facts. <laughs> like yeah. your human. The human experience is so small in the grand scheme of life. Facts. It's just a blink. Well, we got uno momento, so I guess we can get to the. Um, just um, the, the, the dropping gems dropping portion gems. of this. Dropping gems for the 2023. 20, 2023, first episode, uh, dropping gems. You can go first if you want. I want to, I'll just, I'll make it short. Um, just as people, you got you to gotta let go of that shame. Um, let go of that point where you weren't. Who you want to be Because mm. if you don't let go of it It will define you You're not defined by your lowest moments You're defined by what you do Afterwards So you might have played the villain Chances are You've lived enough life You have played the villain In someone's story Guaranteed You have played the villain You might have been the hero in some And you've been a villain in some others but don't let your lowest moments or your slips and falls be what defines you. Let them go. Learn what you were supposed to learn from them and move forward. That's easier said than done. But until you let it go, that will be you. You'll yep. be the man that cheated. You'll be the uh, the the ex the whatever you went to jail for. I don't know. You'll be the person who stole from this this person that, you know, gave you a chance in life or what I'm just throwing out random scenarios. But what I'm saying is we screw up. We're human beings. Sometimes yes, we do some selfish shit. Doesn't have to define us. Mm. Potent words, potent words. Um, just a call back to what I said earlier, pr- provide value, provide value. Like this is to me, I feel like this is a season of really just service. Like you should be of service to somebody bro I'm, I'm not talking about like giving yourself to the point where you feel drained or anything but just being of service especially in the space in the spaces where you want to succeed at so if you have a goal or a vision or a dream of doing something first start off just being of service like oh i want to know how to should be a, a cameraman well intern and do that shit if you have the time or just start studying and pouring into the to the point where you can be like, okay, I got a camera, I bought a camera. Let me start shooting some shit for free. Let me just be the behind the scenes man. You feel me? Just start at that point where you can be at service, provide service, and even like from a man's perspective, just being the dude that um that can be called upon. Like you got enough. You got enough. Uh, you you built yourself up enough where you can be the guy that's reliable and called upon to do certain things, and you're respected. Like, 
be that type of dude. Uh-huh. D- d- pretty much, that's it. That's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, I'm going to pop my brim. Ah. Hey, <laughs> be the change you want to see in this world. Facts, yeah? big facts. All right, well, I think, yeah, we can close it out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What's good? This has been another episode of the Humble Loser Podcast. New backdrop. <laughs> new backdrop, new seats. We, we, didn't get, we didn't go through a growth spurt. You're not growth. <laughs> shit. I did. Fuck yeah. that. Internally, <laughs> I think we all have. Internally. <laughs> Once again, I am one of your hosts, B.B. Hendrix. Jay Thurston. Until next time, remember, stay humble because we won't. <laughs> Peace. That boy, that boy is utilizing the hat brand. If I decided it's time to eat, you get tore to pieces. I got my reason for not believing in your allegiance. Then more I'll swap for a dollar, chop them to quarter pieces. Head on a swivel, I never claim to know everything. Cause life is always testing, so I'm betting it has more to teach us.